0: the might, the power, and the glory of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead was first announced quietly to three women in the dark hours of the morning at an empty tomb. Forget great cathedral bells ringing, forget great choirs singing, forget Easter dinners and family gatherings, all of that would come later. I have a true thumbs up or false statement to tell you. You tell me whether it's true or whether it's false. Here's the statement. On the very first Easter morning, Jesus backflipped out of the tomb with a giant wicker basket stuffed full of chocolate bunnies and jelly beans and stacks of business cards of dentists and personal trainers. True or false? Yeah, I see lots of thumbs down. That's false. All that would come later. Today's gospel lesson from St. Mark gives us an insight into the very first Easter. And it also includes an often missed detail, a missed detail that led to the transformation of countless lives over the centuries, starting with the woman. When the deacon, just a moment ago, read St. Mark's Gospel, chapter 16, verses 1 through 8, did you catch that detail? Did you notice that little detail? 2,000 years later, it's kind of easy for you and I to miss that little detail. But had you been on the ground, sandals on the ground in Galilee, you would have found it very difficult to miss that detail. The Galilee the Galilee is where Jesus did most of his ministry. In the Galilee, he preached, he taught, he healed. And most of Jesus' first disciples came from the Galilee. That's in the north of Israel, and that's where the first disciples, most of them, that's where their hometowns were, their families, their friends, their jobs, and their synagogues. But today's reading happens far to the south, outside of Galilee, outside of the capital city of Jerusalem. And it's there that we find these three women in the early morning hours, Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome. They have shown up early to finish preparing Jesus's body for burial. Now, these women are actually... Disciples in their own right. Followers of Jesus in their own right. And they are understandably alarmed when they see that the stone has been rolled away. But when they enter, they find an angel, a young man in a robe. And the angel tells them this message. Mark 16, beginning at verse 6. Do not be alarmed, for Jesus has been raised. He is not here, but go. Tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. Okay, so did you catch the little detail this time? Did you notice it? Well, just in case you didn't, I'm going to rewind that. He is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. You know, too often in our lives, you and I end up standing outside of a tomb instead of going to Galilee. Too often we get stuck at a tomb instead of going to Galilee. I want you to imagine with me for a moment. I want you to imagine a cemetery. I want you to imagine a row of tombs. And each of these tombs is dedicated to a past hurt or failure in your life. And each of these tombs has a plaque or an inscription on the front describing what that is. Can you see the tombs? Can you see the plaques? Let's walk down the row. So there's a tomb that is dedicated to a time in your life where you were heartbroken. And the plaque on the tomb says why or who. As we keep walking down this row of tombs, we come to another tomb that is dedicated to a time in your life where you really messed up big time. And the plaque says what you did. And then there's another tomb to a time in your life where you experienced a great disappointment. And the plaque says what that disappointment was. And the tombs just keep going. And the longer you have lived, the more tombs that there are. But if you want to experience a new dawn, a new day, a new resurrection, a new vitality for your life, well, then you need to stop standing outside of those tombs and go to Galilee. If you are sick of being constrained, of being caught in the past, being unable to move on, if you're sick of that, and all of us could relate to that right now after this last year, and if you are ready now, you feel to go to Galilee, say, amen, amen. Some of you said it so loud, I was able to hear it even through Zoom. So there is this man, there is this man taking a walk. And as he's walking, he happens to pass by an insane asylum, an insane asylum. And he can hear the inmates inside chanting 13, 13, 13. And the man is fascinated by this. And so he goes up to the insane asylum. He goes up to the doors and he puts his eye into the keyhole to look inside. And one of the inmates takes a sharp stick and pokes him in the eye. And then the inmates start chanting again, 14, 14, 14. You know, too often you and I in our lives Stare into the keyholes of our past with predictable results. 15, 15, 15. If you have sometimes in your life found yourself stuck at a tomb from your past or looking to the keyhole of your past, raise your hand. I see lots of hands. So then what you need to do is you need to heed the message of the angel to the woman, leave that tomb, leave that keyhole, and go to Galilee. But the message of the resurrection is not simply a message about moving on in your life. Though time out for a second. If you feel the Spirit of God speaking powerfully to you about moving on in your life in some way, well then pay attention to that. Okay, resuming the sermon. But the message of the resurrection is not simply about moving on in your life. The message of the resurrection is that Jesus is alive. This is the big detail that lots of people have noticed over the centuries. The detail that flashes like a neon green sign in the dark of the night. Have you met the risen Jesus? Have you had an experience of God in your life? Would you like your faith to be living and real? Would you like your faith to be restored in some way? If so, say, yes, Lord. Then if that's what you want, then do what the woman did. Leave the tomb behind and go to Galilee. Now you might be saying, well, where is Galilee? What is that? Well, the Galilee is your life outside of worship. It's the rest of your life. The first disciples, they lived their lives in the Galilee, and they're being invited to go back to the Galilee. So look for the risen Jesus, not just here in worship, but out there. And by faith, receive today a new set of spiritual glasses, complete with a resurrection prescription. And then look for God. Look for God's activity, God's presence in the ups and the downs of your life. Pray each day, preferably near the start, something like, Lord, help me to see and feel your presence this day. And when you're tempted to go back to those old tombs and you find yourself being stuck there again and going over it all again, well, then cry out to God for help and by faith, crawl, step, walk, run away from those tombs and go to Galilee. A pastor said this, if you want to experience the risen Jesus, you have to go back to Galilee where he promises to meet us. Are you listening? If you want to experience the risen Jesus, you have to go back to Galilee where he promises to meet us. Going back to Galilee also means encountering the risen Jesus among the people of the risen Jesus. Now check this out, check this out. And this applies to me as well, by the way. But you will often not notice all of the many ways that God is active in your life. You won't see it, you won't be aware of it unless the people of God come around you and they point it out and they say, well, did you notice this? Oh, I see that here. You won't see it until they point it out. So stay plugged in to the people of God or get plugged into the people of God here at St. John's or somewhere. But not just that, look for the people of God across your life, work, family, neighborhood, wherever. Look for other Christ followers. It doesn't matter if they're a different denomination. They can also help you be aware of God's activity in all the parts of your life, all the parts of your Galilee. In other words, do not go to Galilee alone. Take your cue from the woman. They left the tomb and went to meet Jesus together. Question for you If you want to improve your golf game, would it make sense to hang out with golfers who are at the next level of skill, who are a little bit better than you? Would that make sense? Yes, it would that as a principle in the natural realm, whatever you want to get better at, whoever you want to become, whatever you want to be like, hang out with the people who are already there, who are a few steps ahead of you. So another question, how many of you would like to experience deeper levels of joy and peace and faith in your life? Raise your hand. Okay. I'm putting two hands up because I could use a lot more faith, peace, and joy. Well, then follow that principle. That means you have to hang out with the people who are already at the next level of faith, peace, and joy. And where are you often going to find them? You're going to find them on the people of God. So again, get plugged in, stay plugged into your local church, but look for the people of God and all the different aspects of your life. If you're sitting here listening to this and saying, yes, I do need a new dawn. I do need a new day. I need a new resurrection, I need to leave those tombs and keyholes behind. If you want more of the presence and the power of the resurrection in your life, raise your hand. Don't be ashamed to raise your hand. It's an act of faith to raise your hand. Well, then one thing you can do to prepare yourself to experience that power is to prime the pump, to warm up the spiritual muscles. That's the marks of discipleship. That's things like prayer. That's things like service to others. Don't do those things only when we're together in worship. Do those things out there. Do those things out in your life. Do those things as you go to Galilee. The might, the power, and the glory of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead was first announced quietly to three women in the dark hours of the morning at an empty tomb. And in those events, those women found their lives changed. And centuries of other people have found their lives changed as well. Why? How? Well, it started with those women. And it's because they noticed a little detail, a little detail. They heeded that detail in the angel's message. Do you remember the detail? Here it is. Mark 16, verse 7. He is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. And that's what the three women did. They left together, they met Jesus together. And with more of the power and the presence of the resurrection in your life, the spirit of God in your life, you can leave behind those tombs. Those tombs in your past, disappointments and failures and regrets, you can leave behind that tendency to get trapped, staring into the keyhole of what has already taken place. You can leave this service today with new eyes to see, new perspective on your life, your Galilee. By faith, leave this service today with a new set of spiritual glasses, complete with a resurrection prescription just for you. And then you will start to see and experience the power of the resurrection Not just here, but out there. Go to Galilee. Amen.